Blog Talk Radio. Monday, February 24th, 2014. Be checking in with your smoking nephew, Blazing Rye, on the ones and twos. Uh, we have a pretty intense show tonight. Um, slated to welcome Gideon Gatan, who is a representative from the U.S. South Sudan Organization, uh, the Sudan People's Liberation Movement for Democratic Change. However, we've not gotten final confirmation yet, so, uh, you know, hang tight. In the meantime... I hear footsteps. Tamika Kidd, oh, my God, how are you? <laughs> I'm okay, man. How you doing? I'm doing all right. You know, I don't, I don't know if there's really going to be a, a show or not at this point. What, what do you think? Well, with the world, uh, what is it, uh, Gatorades and Metro something? Who knows? <laughs> yeah, Mercury's and, uh, or, uh, yeah, Mercury's and Gatorade. Yeah, something like that. Who knows, though? I hate that term almost. It's like Mercury's and Gatorade or retrograde or something like that. It's like, no, it's just the world being the world that we know, and that's about it. <laughs> you ain't never lie. Uh, well, well, it's been a while. What's going on with you? Uh, just doing a few things, if, uh, you know, God willing, but just went through the Winter Olympics in such mm-hmm. a hostile environment. And I can say hostile as a human point and everything else. It's almost like that uh, Chris Rock movie, you know, God bless America, but nobody else. Uh, It was interesting to see the Olympics take place in Russia and then have the, uh, I'm trying to think, it's a providence of some sort like the Ukraine, I believe it is, jump mm-hmm. off, and Putin could not do anything about it. And you could see it on his face. And uh, if you watched the closing ceremony last night, uh, the look on his face was priceless. What did they do? They walked off? Well, no, it's not that. You've got people shooting each other, you know, and trying to get the government in order, you know, one border away. And then you've got this uh, glamorous... Um, ceremony taking place, you know, for the world to watch, and oddly enough, that was not uh, publicized. Mm-hmm. So, I, I have to say, at least, I, this is probably, I've been interested in the Olympics besides what was maybe going to take place, and then something took place that, thank God, did not involve, you know, the Olympic Village or anything else like that. But you've got Kiev with people in the streets trying to have a functional government uh, run their country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you took a deep you breath just, there. You, you okay, right? Of, How you been, man? You, How you, you been? <laughs> you covered a lot of foreign affairs there in that in that little monologue. Um, I've been. Fine. Well, speaking of the Olympics, you know, Tamika, I watched that uh, 30 for 30 on uh, Tanya Harding yesterday. That was that was some that was some good entertainment. I, I didn't see that, but what was worse entertainment is I saw Nancy Kerrigan's uh, interview. I think either on 60 Minutes or something like that. But it's like you guys are both old and wrinkly now and get over it. But it still sucked that she got hit with a tire iron. <laughs> I thought I thought Nancy looked good. Tanya looks terrible. I thought Nancy looked well, good. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they both, I mean, you know, I'm black. So and black I remember black. during that, <laughs> I remember <laughs> during that time, uh, during the uh, 94 Olympics, the Lilyhammer Olympics, uh, I remember being very irritated by Nancy Kerrigan. She just seemed like a really annoying person, uh, despite that there was all this sympathy and stuff for her and she was hosting SNL and stuff and it was just she was just like annoying. Did you ever feel that way? 
with, with Nancy Kerrigan. I, yeah. I didn't even know who she was until the chick got hit in the kneecaps. And it's just <laughs> like, all right, well, <laughs> because I don't normally follow the Winter Olympics. I, I, I will say this, since we don't know how this show is going to pan out just yet, I will say this. <laughs> I like watching the speed skaters, uh, the mm-hmm. men. Uh, the outfits are pretty tight. That's nice. Uh-huh. But beyond that, I really, uh, the luge, maybe. Um, <laughs> the slalom, the giant slalom, just depends on the how athletic swallow. you want to be. Well, it just depends on how you're going to – is that event still even in there? It's just It just depends on how how athletic they were going to be, you know? I mean, well, I was on the rowing the, uh, team, so I don't even care. I, that's a summer sport. Can you see – the outfits are tight. Do you mean literally, or like they're tight, like they're they're dope outfits? No, literally. <laughs> and I just watched that. I just watched that video about how to use grammar correctly. Now I'm talking literally. The outfits are tight. <laughs> what, what video are you talking about? Uh, there's another one that someone posted recently where it's the same puppet that says, "If you're walking too slow, get out of the way." It's uh, the same puppet gentleman, I'll have to look it up, that uh, is telling people to use there when you're going there or if it's their apartment, T-H-E-I-R. I mean, yeah. so it's, a, it's the same thing. But that's the video I'm talking about. I'll have to find it for you. I'm sorry. What but, about the whole uh, Mary, yeah, the Mary, outfits, Mary thing? Yeah, the outfits were good, though. So. <laughs> um, I, man, I am not. I haven't been interested in the Winter Olympics since Dougie Doug was doing it. Uh, but yeah, no, I did enjoy it whenever I turned it on and stuff. They said that the Russia showed some sort of sense of humor with the closing ceremonies with the the five rings, I the did, fifth ring. I what did happened see there? that. That looked cute. I did not watch the opening. And I barely caught the closing, but the closing they had people, you know, it was live people doing little uh, the Olympic rings, and then one ring was not uh, fully developed, and then boom, it became developed. I mean, I just my uh, dislike of that uh, particular country right now. It's cool that they were able to pull off a, so so far as we know, halfway safe uh, Olympic event. However, mm-hmm. that could be said the same about, the, you know, the 1930s of Nazi Germany. I mean, it's just <laughs> the, the look on Putin's face. I understand, you know, former head of KGB and what have you, but that guy... I just, I don't know. I've never, I don't think in our, at least, you know, talking about you and I trying to use the correct uh, syntax Mm -hmm. at this point, um, Mm -hmm. I don't think we have experienced a gentleman like that in our time, in our lifetime, (laughs) that could be kind of related to what the people, our ancestors felt, you know, back in, the late 1930s, early 40s, going into what would be horrific at some point. So, you know, you always hear about history repeating itself. I really hope it doesn't, not like that, but I will say this. If it does repeat itself, you know, after World War II, at least the United States and a few other Western countries and a few other countries that had some sense were uh, in prosperity, that I would appreciate. The rest of it, no well, thank you. Yeah. Uh, well, hopefully things don't get that bad um, again. Uh, but you never know with when you have a leader who uh, exemplifies the intolerance uh, of, of similar to the, the people in Arizona with this uh, bill today. Well, and see, that's what I'm saying. I almost think it has to get that bad again for people to say, okay, you know, it's you know, up here in Harlem right now where I'm currently at, where some someone has to say, wait a goddamn minute, what you doing? 
know? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just it's just a uh-huh. little there there has to be there's been so many different cultural shifts, but there also has to be a shift with the backing behind it. And I think that is the unknown variable. Where where is that backing coming from? You know, so do you want to trust it? And, you know, that could be said, especially in the United States, with the political climate that we're going through, where people finding out, oh, this guy wants to get rid of the current president and calling him a mongrel. Or this person has said, okay, uh, Arizona can do what they want to do, and if they think the person is gay, they don't have to serve them. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. We've already been through that. I know ha- history yeah. has a way of repeating itself. But and me, you know, me as a woman of color, if i got to get on a bus and go sit in a counter with a gay friend of mine, then they're going to have problems. Because if they don't serve us <laughs> the correct food, then, for one, they got hot sauce. Two, they got a problem. <laughs> so I just, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't understand the level of hatred that is going on right now in this, in this particular climate, which again, circles back to the Metrograde, retrograde, Gatorade, mm-hmm. and whatever. Gatorade. But it just—it just does not. I don't. It doesn't suit anyone besides us talking about it. Hopefully, us talking about it, someone listening about it, and saying, "Hey, well, you know, wait a minute. Uh, no, I don't really care what they do as long as folks are responsible." Or, hey, you know what? That person's a different color than me, but we're all still humans. You know, something. I, I don't. Because even with the migrant workers. How you even get your fresh fruit? All the health nuts out there, Arizona in the forefront, asking people to show papers of being legally in this country, and yeah. that's a whole other thing in itself. So I just, I and I get that. I get all of it to the extent that it's like, okay, you're you're upset about something, but there are certain things that you really shouldn't be upset about. <laughs> you know when you should be upset about you should what you should be upset about is a man that has the snake uh or I should say was the snake uh preacher and got killed by his own snake in a church <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like that sculptor who built that uh devil horse at the Burbank airport, that blue horse with the light up red eyes they call it Lucifer, yes. and then that little piece of the sculpt. Sculpture fell on the sculptor and uh, severed an artery in his leg, and then the guy he died. Yeah, well, it's the Bob Hope Airport now. <laughs> it's not the Burbank Bob Airport. Hope Airport. I thought that was in uh, L.A. No, the well, the Burbank Airport is now called the Bob Hope Airport. Yeah, no, this is the Denver Airport. Oh, okay, Denver. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! Well, that's horrible. <laughs> Did you just see it or something? No, I'm just thinking you're building something and then it falls down and kills you. That's <laughs> yeah, that devil horse literally killed the guy who built it. And it's, you know, I remember when my friend Bryce and I, I, I stayed with him and his family for a few days uh, when I visited him in, in Colorado. And he's driving me to the airport at like five o'clock in the morning, so it's still dark out, and the, you know the sky's all cloudy and stuff. And then we get up to the airport, and I was like, "What is that?" And it was this giant, demonic-looking blue horse with laser eyes coming out of it. You know, the red eyes lighted up. And Bryce was like, "Yeah, that's that's been there for a while now. It's uh, terrifying." And it, you know, it's not the thing you want to see before you get on a plane. No, absolutely not. That's worse than the Twilight Zone. There's somebody on the wing. <laughs> uh, so we lost uh, somebody today. We lost Harold Ramis today. Egon Stengler uh, yes. passed away at 69 years old. Uh, I don't know what happened or why he died. Do you? Yes, I... Uh, 
was alerted to that. He had an autoimmune vascular deficiency syndrome kind of thing and, um, you know, just uh, succumbed to the uh, symptoms of it, which sucks because, well, obviously the loss of life, but also, what was his age again? 69. 69. 69 all of a sudden does not seem very old. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, oh, because I just saw an interview with Liam Neeson, and that whole situation with Natasha Richardson broke my heart. He's 63, mm-hmm. and he's doing action films. So seeing this man pass away at 69 with a uh, cardiovascular condition is just tragic because we're living longer, so it doesn't seem like something should happen that dramatic at 69. But that is I mean, look what at, uh, Egon and Clint Eastwood is damn near 100, and he's still making action movies. And Clint Eastwood is still a man to be reckoned with. He will still <laughs> look you up and down and say, do you feel lucky? I know. He, he definitely argues with a lot of empty chairs. Um, <laughs> but give him that, the other yeah. thing uh, that, that you, you uh, brought to my attention just now was when George Carlin died at 70 years old. And I remember, uh, um, who was it? Jerry Seinfeld went on Larry King, and uh, Larry King was like, did, did you know that George had a heart condition and stuff? And Jerry Seinfeld said, yeah, but who who dies at 70 anymore? It's so 1980s. So he was very surprised. And he said that the last conversation he had with George Carlin was about death and how, like, Carlin said uh, these, you know, deaths come in threes. And it was just, it was right after, like, I think Kim Russert and Michael Jackson and I think a third guy died. So Carlin was like, I think I'm safe for a while. But then he died shortly after that. And then Seinfeld was very shocked when he died because of how coincidental it was with that conversation. Well, I, being a child of someone, or being a child of someone that lost someone to a sudden cardiac event, it's always going to be sudden, it's always going to be unexpected, even if you know that there's a condition and you take proper precautions to try and prevent that. Um, mm-hmm. It just, uh, Tim Russert, he was in his office. And by the time they got to him, it was too late. And now, actually, uh, anyone listening to this program, there are new CPR, you know, Red Cross CPR procedures where we're focusing specifically on just chest compressions. The rescue breaths, don't even worry about that. Just make sure the airway is clear. But beyond that, just keep circulation to the heart. Now, with other people dealing with, uh, advanced conditions, much like the fallen actor uh, whose character's name is Egon. Oh. Uh, you know, yeah, I mean, that, you know, that had progressed over a period of time. Uh, Tim Russert was in the office. Uh, George Carlin, I believe he was uh, out somewhere as well. Um, not what I... I can't recall if he was hospitalized or what have you. But either way, it's just, you know, when you, and I, 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 can't, I cannot be the only person that shares this, but when you hear someone, oh, you got cancer or you got Lou Gehrig's or you got something, they're like, okay, that takes a long time or a short amount of time, but you have time to prepare for that. But conditions of the heart, because we are such a heart-sensitive society, at least in the United States, it hits a little harder because, mm-hmm. you know, the heart is the hardest working muscle. And you always think, okay, well, you know, what do you say to somebody? Oh, they didn't have the heart. Oh, they got the heart. Or they can, they can do it because they got heart. You know, sports, performing, or what have you. And it's just a little, it gets a little bit more personal. I don't think the heart is my hardest working muscle if you Catch my drift. <laughs> hey, that's not right. 
um, but no, I know what you're talking about. I uh, kind of got scared straight a couple months ago when uh, my uh, I see a, a therapist who is. Um, hey, don't joke also, about being scared straight because I still kind of <laughs> like you. Don't I know it's sensitive time. Um, but my uh, therapist is also a, a medical doctor, so he prescribes uh, these blood tests uh, to go test certain things like, uh, you know, like uh, triglycerides, cholesterol, blood pressure. So I went, and the test came back um, not good. And so, like, uh, I went to see a cardiovascular disease specialist doctor um, mm-hmm. slash internist. And mm-hmm. uh, he, he said, it was mainly like most of the numbers were normal and like my blood pressure was borderline, but the triglycerides were really high. And so this uh, uh, doctor um, said, well, the numbers aren't that bad. And he was just this very New York guy. And he said, but, uh, you know, I think you'll be fine as long as you change your diet, lose some weight, and and through aerobic exercise, I think you'll be able to be just fine. And he kept saying aerobic exercise. Aerobic exercise. Um, but uh, that happens. And, uh, you know, I've, anyway, so after that, I, I, I got sober and 51 days today. And I uh, lost, I've lost twenty two point six pounds so far, but I still have a long way to go. But uh, I've passed the twenty pound mark, so uh, you know, I feel better. Mm-hmm. Hey, good for you! You should get an applause for that. Yay! <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'll be here all night. Um, so our guest has not called in yet. Uh, I don't know what's going on. Let me email uh, this lady, Jen. Well, and uh, I'm also thinking just because of the nature of the discussion with the Sudanese government, they may have a problem because the people in Kiev have had a problem getting calls back or calls out. So, mm-hmm. with the Sudanese government, if this gentleman is calling in from the Sudan, that country. Who knows what is taking place right now? I think it's a representative in the states, but I'm not okay. positive. Okay. If you're in the but states, I tell you what. That's fine. Uh, Tamika, I really have to uh, urinate. So, what do you say we take a break for a minute and we'll come right back? Okay. Uh, here's Alky Man with uh, uh, hip hop. Here back. Workplace. Like crap, elevated, you'll feel great. Always build your mind stick. If you focus from the mile away, you can spot a stick. Always surround yourself with positive people. If your intentions are good, then you'll get something by evil. That's the way it is from JFK to Heathrow. What you got on my 40? I flow hard like Debo from the USA all the way to the UK. I want to move crowds with the lyrics that I say. This ain't the same old thing you heard in a billion times. I never brag about materialism in my rhymes. I want to rock the world and elevate some. Then when you get out, you're still not free. That's a fact, young boy. True indeed. Never 
for Sex in the City, but he's done so much more than that. But that film, you'll have to look up on the website as well, queensworldfilmfestival.com, and find out when that's playing, because they're also having an after party as soon as it plays, and a live DJ and stuff like that. So there's 120 films. We go from Cambodia to Queens. And that says a lot because in Queens you can get Cambodia to India to Mexico to England to France. I've seen one India or in yeah one film from India that has some of the best house music I've heard in a very long time. And really, the the guys from London. So it's just that's why it's the Queens World Film Festival. It displays everything that people are trying to bring to the most diverse borough ever in New York City, but also pendant films. So there's one animation film called Day 6011, which Mm -hmm. I believe is playing at the Nesva Theater in Long Island City. And it's amazing because everything's in black and white, and then all of a sudden you get a little bit of red when the robot discovers that he has a little bug friend that, uh, you know, doesn't work out too well for them, but it's still a cute film. <laughs> and, and the films right. are amazing. I can't, I, and the, 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 the simple fact is I've been digitizing all these films, so they're all starting to blur into one, but they're all mm-hmm. incredible in, in their own way. Some are very abstract, which I would never want to ever do, but some of them... Uh, one of the gentlemen, uh, do you remember Furio from The Sopranos? I don't mm, know if you, anyone out there ever watched The Sopranos. Furio, that guy, I can't think of his name right off the bat. He's got a film in this festival. So it's not like something that's uh, itty-bitty. This is the fourth annual uh, Queens World Film Festival. So it, it, uh, this year may actually make its full-on mark if this gentleman that has done Act of Killing uh, wins an Oscar because, like I said, he already won over on the other side of the pond. Mm-hmm. He may not get it here because it's not a warm and fuzzy film. This act of killing film is literally, you know how I described how I um, took care of my Barbie? Imagine doing that with actual humans and taking yeah, pride in that. Uh... I read the description, and it sounds incredibly disturbing. This is the director's cut that we will be playing. So it uh, it's going to, you know, hey, you know what? Stella is one of our sponsors. I know you, and if uh, anybody out there comes and says, hey, they know me, I might be able to hook them up with a few extra beers for that stream. <laughs> nice. Uh, I thought you meant the uh, the character from A Streetcar Named Desire. I had no idea what you were talking about when you said Stella at first. <laughs> no. No, not that Stella. <laughs> Speaking of sponsors, um, hey, 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 uh, Tamika, do you like buying razors? No. No. Who likes not buying razors? Not unless I'm razors? cutting Barbie. What's going <laughs> on? So... Uh, what you can do, rather than go to the Dwayne Reed and ask them for the Moss Turbo Duck Butter Power Free with wings, uh, and confuse the clerk, and then spend thirty bucks on new razor blades, go to BlazingRyeRadio.com. It's B-L-A-Z-I-N-R-Y-R-A-D-I-O.com, and click on the banners for Dollar Shave Club. You can get razors delivered right to your door for as low as one dollar a month. And, hey, each time you need a new handle, you don't have to buy a new one. They'll send it for free with your next shipment. Um, So you never have to go into a CVS or Walmart or Walgreens or whatever and buy a razor again. Dollar Shave Club, check it out. Go to BlazingRideRadio.com for the best deals. How does that sound? That sounds all right. You know what else you can do on your BlazingRideRadio.com is click on the banner for AdamEveToys.com. <laughs> All right. I think. Okay. And 
while you're there, you can get great gear for guys. Uh, take your pleasure to the next level. There's pumps, strokers, <laughs> penis rings, dolls, prostate toys. Are you serious right now? <laughs> they, they even have an anal fantasy collection that features comfort, versatility, and safety. Every product comes with a free five-piece prep kit. That's important. Um, there's also beginner-friendly vibes. Uh, I'm not okay. trying to get all Barbara Walters Are here, you serious but... right now? Are you serious right now? <laughs> and because lastly, I got a question. Huh? I'm raising my hand. I got a question. <laughs> yes? Why do you not like a particular actor in a particular show on HBO? And you have to say the name because I'm not going there with it. <laughs> uh, Jonathan Groff? <laughs> I like him. I just think the show is terrible. Okay. Uh, do they do they have these things in there? Do they have the rabbit vibrators or the <laughs> realistic dildos in there? No what is a rabbit vibrator, by the way? <laughs> well, I don't know. As part of your show, do I get a free sample? I'll let you know. What's up? What's going on? Yeah, well, I, not, I mean, <laughs> we'll get you a great deal. You get $10 <laughs> off instantly when you sign up your email. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, lastly, at BlazingRideRadio.com, you can take your date night to a whole nother level. Uh, there's rabbit vibrators, nipple clamps, realistic dildos, cock rings, I want the toys, nipple clamp. and kinky bondage. And they got that. I mix, want the nipple. Luby The nipple clamp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but it's as easy as that. You get ten bucks off instantly, and free shipping if you spend sixty-nine bucks. Geez, that number sixty-nine has come up. Three times already tonight. Six. Hey, strange things are afoot at the Circle K. What's up? <laughs> what is the Circle K? What is that? Oh, come on, that's from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventures. Oh, God. Strange no things. Wonder, <laughs> hey, about to go back to the valley. Come on. Strange things <laughs> are afoot at the Circle K. What number am I thinking of? Six to nine. Come on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they got this uh, butterfly kiss. Uh, I don't know what this thing is. This is some sort of dildo contraption, or maybe what is this? Oh, it's a vibrator. It says it dances all over your clit and vagina. Okay, now at this point, I'm imagining that your guest, if they were listening, is certainly not calling in. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I figured that. I figured that. But hey, we're just trying to, you know, give the give the folks a good deal. Actually, those advertisements we usually only do on the backstage show, but I figured let's throw them in tonight as well. Oh, God, I gotta check that out then. So I can get my order. I can get my orders in. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they have something called Ringo's penis ring, Ringo, and then they have another thing called mini nipple suckers. No, thank you. <laughs> All right, I'm going to close out of that window. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but, you know, who likes buying razors? That's my point. Not I. And, uh, I mean, what, what do you like? We can play a game of, of Mad Lib if that suits your fancy. I don't know what that is. Okay, well, let's give it a go now that I've mentioned it. And I still don't see our guest, so uh, probably you're probably right, probably not going to see him either. Um, well, unless he's on the West Coast, which um, I'm imagining maybe that could have been a problem as well. <laughs> okay, we're going to do adult Mad Libs, and it's not like what we just talked about, don't worry. Um, office party. <laughs> the office party oath we will do. So I'm gonna 
ask you for a series of types of words, and then at the end of it, it'll be a, a story. So to me, oh uh, no, like, I don't want to play. No, <laughs> why okay, have we come this far? I'll try. Mhm. All right. So give me an adjective. Run. That would be a verb. Verb. Adjective. A describing word. Trees. <laughs> Those are nouns. See, this is how bad. This is why we need the Muppets still in our life. An like, adjective. An adjective is like uh, soft or hard or blue or sexy. Green. 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 Okay, next. I need another adjective. Oh, fuck. <laughs> fuck is a verb. <laughs> I didn't hear what you asked me. Oh, I need another adjective. I gave you green. House. That would be... <laughs> it's a noun. Uh, house is a noun? How house? is house a noun? House? Yeah. Yeah, it's a it, it's a thing. It's a place. Person, place, or thing. Green is an adjective, so we're describing something. Okay, so yes. blue. So we're gonna. I'm gonna go yellow and blue makes green at this point. So okay. Blue. Yeah. Okay, now I need a verb. An action word. <laughs> Whipping. Whipping. Whip. Uh, you had no problem with that one. No. Uh, now, um, we're not oh, doing you mean like BDSM? We're not, we're not doing Fifty Shades of Ryan, so that's cool. <laughs> How about a part of the body? I need a part of the body. But. <laughs> but. And I need a noun. Now yeah, you want a noun. Person, place, or thing. Noun. Monday. 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 That's a person, place, or thing. I remember. I remember my Sesame Street. I don't know about rest of y'all. Yeah, I guess it's a thing. Uh, I need another noun. Nice. Nice. That's an adjective. Person, place, or thing. A nice is a thing. Oh, a knife? I thought you said nice. Nice. Okay, sorry. My bad. Next, I need another adjective. Uh, I got whip and then uh, stab. No, it's, it's a describing word. You're thinking of verb. Walk. Walk is also a verb. Adjective. Uh, you know, like sad, blue, racist. Happy. Okay. Happy. Next. Uh, an article of clothing I need. Towel. What is it? A towel. <laughs> towel, okay. And another noun. Person. Bat. Bat? Yeah, B-A-T, bat. Like baseball bat. Baseball, okay. And a type of food? Banana. Fruit. Banana fruit? Or just fruit, or banana. Yeah. Let's say banana. Banana. Uh, Then it says type same noun here. What does that mm-hmm. mean? I don't know what that means. Does that mean type banana hey. again? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. All right, I'm typing banana again. Next. Okay, now I need a place. Brooklyn. <laughs> Brooklyn. And now I need another adjective, another describing word. 
I, I, another describing word? <laughs> you sound flustered. What do you say we go with flustered? Yes. Okay, flustered. Flustered with stabbing with the bat. <laughs> I mean, that's a describing word. Flustered, stabbing with a bat. Come on. <laughs> All right, so here is the party that you, t- I mean, the, sorry, the uh, story that you, Tamika Kid, have written. Are you ready to hear it? <laughs> I know. Uh, you know what? I, I, I sincerely hope the NSA or no one else gets a hold of this recording ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that you said NSA, they're definitely going to. <laughs> Uh, okay. Mad Lib's office party oath. Here's the story. Tonight is the... (laughs) (laughs) You can't even... (laughs) Tonight is the green office holiday party. And I... (laughs) And I do hereby promise that I will not make the same blue mistakes as last year. Ooh. I will not whip <laughs> I will not whip too much eggnog and fall on my butt. When my boss wishes me a merry Monday, I will not shout, "What am I? A knife magnet?" Hmm. Are you still with me, Tamika? Yes, I am. Okay. I will not sniff near my boss's wife and ask her why she's marinating in such a happy perfume. I will not make... (laughs) I will not make photocopies of my towel and dance on the bat. I think that bears repeating. I will not make photocopies of my towel and dance on the bat. I will not (laughs) step in the banana while dancing on the banana. I understand that it does not amuse my colleagues when I joke, this isn't an office, it's a Brooklyn with fluorescent lighting. This year, I promise I will be on my most flustered behavior because, for the love of Pete, I can't keep looking for a new job every New Year's Day. And that is our mad lip. What did you think? Uh, damn near accurate. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be smelling that boss's wife's happy perfume. No. And I don't like bananas. So I've been on this diet lately, so I've eaten so many bananas. So many bananas. Usually two bananas a day. And uh, I'm still liking them. What's that? I'm not talking about no Jonathan Groff here, if that's what you're thinking. Well, like you said, as long as he keeps shooting him with his mouth open, then... <laughs> See, that I don't like. The the the, the fact that he's, he's always eating. He's eating cereal or something. It's like he's being directed by my old professor, Victor Lazaro. My acting professor, Dr. V.J. Lance, who always used to say, after we did scenes, Maybe you're eating something. He would always say, oh, maybe you need a snack. Like, that was how he, he was a great teacher, but he was very into the whole eating during scenes. Well, anyway, is there a scar on Jonathan Groff's chest? Like, there's some sort of a red mark that's been on his chest the last couple episodes, and I don't know what it is. Uh... It looks like he has a scar somewhere, but I'm not quite certain of that. I wish I could have seen him shirtless in person. And even though I sat on stage a number of times um, in AA3 and 5, yeah, for Spring Awakening, for AA3 and 5, which are the seats that were on stage, I, um, I don't know. It looks, because it's so red, it looks recent, so I really don't know. I mean, he I mean, does have a five-inch scar on his left 
arm because he got injured while performing Bohemian Rhapsody uh, during Glee when they were filming Glee. Well, maybe then, maybe, maybe something else happened. I don't know. If he, you know what? If I run into him and say, "Hey, take off your shirt real quick," as a medic, let me examine you real quick. <laughs> I will make sure I make a mental note of the uh, curvatures of his body. Have you seen the show? Definitely grown it's... up. Have I seen Looking? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like and... watching paint dry. It's um, <laughs> actually, actually, paint drying would be better, better, preferable. Uh, yes no? and no. But, well, paint drying with it dripping down once in a while and you get that unexpected moment that happens in the show. That's mm-hmm. what that, that's what looking is to me. It's not horrible. It's boring. Oh, it's but it's, well, to me, it's boring, but once in a while you get that unexpected drip that comes from one or two strands of paint that it's not going <laughs> to, you know, that's not going to conform. Do you understand what I'm saying? You I know, know what I you're mean? saying I mean, by that unexpected drip, because, you know, sometimes yeah. when I'm watching looking at it happen, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because the thing is, uh, folks had such a amazing show with Queer as Folk back in the day on Showtime that came before that and other shows came after that. But I think this current generation was like looking for the next Queer as Folk and they got normal life looking because that's where people are at this point. You know, it's like, okay, yeah, you got the clubs, you got this, but if people ain't got no money, they do nothing, and they have their stable job, and they're just hanging out, and they're doing stuff, and they're meeting people on mass transit, then yeah, you got looking, or you're looking up on Grinder, you know what I mean, or, you know, one of the characters is like, okay, yeah, he got a death certificate thing from Grinder when he turned 40. I mean, whatever the hell that is. What? Like, okay. What happened with Grindr? Uh, this, past, this past week. Uh, because I watched it, um, one of the characters got a death certificate uh, notification from Grinder for when he turned 40. So it was, uh, you know, that stuff that everyone worries about. That's what does that mean, death he... certificate notification? Did it have a raised seal? Who knows? But it was on Grinder. So I guess if you're 40 and you're still on Grinder, then fuck it. You know, There's so many 40-plus people on Grinder, though. But do you see what I mean? It's That's what looking was going for, <laughs> the normalcy of gay life, apparently. Yeah, or that's maybe the normal, the normal thing would be these ladies that cut their cocks in a vagina. <laughs> that, too. <laughs> but speaking of Grinder. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Before you say anything else, make sure you're not going up for any government jobs. <laughs> there were no urologist trips this time. Um, but I go <laughs> uh, on the grinder at the gym the other day, um, and this dude messages me. Um, he's like kind of a maybe a taller-looking Asian fellow, and uh he, so he says hello, and then I said hello, and, he, you know, he messaged me first, and then he asked if I had any other pics, so I just sent another picture uh, from the night before that was just me and my friend, and he immediately responds with, not my type, sorry, mate, take care, and I go, wow, in capital letters. What, what do you make of that moment? Okay. Again, in defense of what we've talked about before, a show looking, did you see the ep- the first episode where the guy, uh, I forgot the actor's name, it, I think his last name is Wilkis or something like that, where he cut Jonathan Groff's character off quickly. 
when he's like, let me stop you right there. Right now, yeah. where people are in their lives, if yeah. you don't foresee a productive relationship taking place, you're not going to even waste your time. Not even, yeah, you're just not going to waste your time. You're just not going to waste your time. And Ew, that, so that, that's it. Time? Well, not for me. But no, <laughs> it's just people are not going to waste their time. And maybe, you know, whatever was taking place with that, it's not for you, but you probably would have been wasting your time as well if somebody's going to be like that. Yeah. This is odd to me. Usually the woman who sets up these interviews um, is very responsive, and she hasn't been responsive, and obviously we haven't had a, a call from a guest. And we're certainly not getting one after our discussions for the last half hour. Um, right, but, and I've been checking out the news, so nothing worldwide has happened just yet. <laughs> well, I do apologize for anyone who, who wanted to hear uh, about the conflict currently happening in the Sudan and instead got rabbit vibrators. <laughs> yeah, like a random infomercial late at night. <laughs> I don't. I've never seen an infomercial like that. What channel are you watching? Oh, dude! Even on NBC, they have, there's a new Trojan uh, vibrator that's taking place. Oh, in the commercials. So, yeah, they'll do discreet shipping. <laughs> yeah, I'd they say. folks don't care no more. I mean, they care, but they kind of don't care no more. It's a little yeah. interesting. Our society definitely shipping. is changing. I remember that. It was like, yeah, we'll, we'll put it in a, a box that says something else so it's discreet or something. I remember seeing that. Well, this is this one's new, so who knows? Probably the same <laughs> thing. It probably says on the box, this is new discreet shipping. So who knows? <laughs> All right, Tamika. Well, um, thank you so much for calling in. Otherwise, we, we would have had no show tonight. So I appreciate oh, well. it uh, immensely. Hey, I, can I tell you one thing real quick? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The office that I'm working in for the Queens World Film Festival, the guy there who hopefully can't, I don't know if you can get him on next week. Maybe I can get him to call in if they can. Uh, when's your next show, Thursday or Wednesday? Wednesday. Wednesday. I might try and get him to call in. But Sam and his wife have literally Barbie dolls staged all over their house in oh. different posed positions, which is horrible <laughs> for me. Sounds like told, I, I just told him what I did to my Barbie today, and he mm-hmm. looked so sad that it was priceless. <laughs> just to give you a little well, insight. On that note, uh, I can think of no better way of ending the show than by saying if it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz. Hit the brakes, Florence. And lastly, what are you going to do to that Barbie doll, Tamika? At this point, we don't know. Besides, I've seen a large nail. I've seen a blowtorch. And I saw a pair of scissors. So, <laughs> bitch ain't looking good at this point. <laughs> All right, go get the silver <laughs> in your Barbie. Good night, everybody. Good night, Tamika. See the house lights start to blink, and the sky is turning pink. Gosh, what will the neighbors think? Cause here it is tomorrow again. We could share a perfect dance, but we've danced the night away. Guess you'd better hit the head, cause here it is tomorrow again. We saw the sunset in the sky, soon we'll see the dawn. Mother Nature's about to rise, and Father Time is marching on. Did you hear my daddy yell? We've been leaning on the bell. Kiss me quick and run like 60, cause here it is.